Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey Gothamites, please rejoice. We are here for season four, episode 10 with a guest. Stick with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey, this song is so sad. When we thought he died, I was in a, it was, it was a state. We went for the sadness. Are these sad lights? They're red and slow pulsing, which makes me think a demon's about to like pop out of somewhere. I know, I'm waiting for this the flames. This is definitely a horror movie moment. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I love the after show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. We've got a full table here, so Joel. Hey, guys, I'm Joel Monique. It's so good to be back. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. <laughs> I missed you, Joelle. Hi, guys. Zach Peter. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach, so go and do it. Hey, guys, and I'm Carla Belcher. You can follow me on Instagram at Carla B. Travels and on Twitter at Carla Belcher with an R at the end, and it is Carla with a K. And we have a very special guest with us. We have the most special guest with us. I am very excited to have Aaron Richards on the show with us via Skype. Yay! Hi, Aaron. How are you doing today? I'm well, thank you. How are you guys? We're glad. So We're so excited. glad to have you. Dead inside nice right now. I'm so excited. <laughs> like, you have no idea. You're my favorite character on Gotham. <laughs> favorite character on Gotham. That. I'm sure you've had some pretty special people. And I love that you're rocking the Barbara haircut right now. Oh, yeah. This is just my haircut. <laughs> I love it. So before we dive into the episode, because obviously on this video we're going to talk a lot about the episode, but we have you, so we should just talk to you about being Barbara King on Gotham. So I guess the first question would be, how did this role come into your life? I was uh, living in LA and I had finished on a, um, a comedy called Breaking In mm. with Christian Slater and Megan Mullally. And then I did an audition as part of pilot season and yeah, got lucky, got the role. That's amazing. <laughs> Are you, yeah. you, I mean, I make it sound a lot easier than it was. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a comic books fan at all, or is this kind of a new territory world for you? I'm a comics. I'm a comic book film fan, I guess. Um, I used to read comic books, but only uh, Asterix and Obelix when I was a kid. Um, didn't read any of the big comics, but I watched all the films, and I've always been a fan of the genre. Right on. So how exciting was it then? Because when you started, Barbara's kind of like Jim's girlfriend and uh, kind of figuring out, yeah, she's kind of figuring out her own thing. And then, of course, we get this incredible rise to see her as like top villain almost in Gotham. Were you excited as you made the uh, turn to villain? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's kind of more interesting to play villains. So um, it was really nice for me to be able to go from a good girl to a bad girl, I guess. And that journey itself has been one that was kind of really crafted and 
and interesting to do. So yeah, it was it was a really exciting journey. You do it wonderfully. Thank you. <laughs> um, what would you say was your favorite scene to have filmed so far for Gotham? Hmm. There's been so many great ones. I really love doing the fight scenes. So Jess and I had a big fight scene at the end of season three where I died. And that was, I mean, a really kind of fun. Me and Jess love working together. So it was a really fun day. It took about six hours to do that. And um, it's just great to do the fight. We have an amazing stunt coordinator, Norm Douglas, and he and Turner and they they kind of help us every step of the way and it's always so interesting to sort of see how fights um translate over to the screen because obviously while you're doing them you're not hitting anybody but when you see them on the screen it it looks so realistic yeah so I I enjoy that um you, you talked about um how it was orchestrated. Were you familiar in the first season with the Barbara character and what the plans were moving forward? Or was that something that happened fairly organically? Yeah. Um, a little bit. I mean, the uh, audition scene that I did for her was something that was written specially for the audition by Bruno Heller and um, and Danny as well. You know, they, they wrote something that was specifically going to be able to help them see whether actresses could play the range that shows up in Barbara. So I knew from that scene that she had a lot of depth and a lot of darkness in her. So I could I could sort of foresee something happening, but I didn't know specifically. A lot of fans throughout uh, Gotham's history have uh, predicted that Barbara might turn into Harley Quinn. Now, obviously, we're at a point where we know that that's definitely not the case. Um, but at any point in time, were you hoping to play the jester or maybe even have uh, some more dramatic scenes with Jerome in the future? I really love working with Cameron Monaghan, who plays Jerome. Um, so that would you know, be something that I would love to do again. But I feel like Barbara kind of had her... Harley phase mm. and now she's moved past that so to go mm. back to that would be almost like a step back for her because of her kind of crazy for crazy sake mm -hmm. season three um vibe yeah. uh, that was more of her Harley yeah. vibe and now I think since dying and coming back and with Raish and this kind of mysterious power that she has been given by him and being resurrected with a Lazarus pool, you know, she's kind of come back uh, another version of herself and it, it, like to go back to that crazy Harley phase would not, you know, it's not a development. Agreed. I like that. <laughs> uh, do you want to ask some questions from the chat? Oh, please. Um, Mr. Ooh, O-O-U-U-U. -U -U. Aaron, how do you get your Mr. hair white? Ooh, Mr. Ooh. Mr. Ooh. He wants to know how you get your hair white. I would imagine. Oh, it's a process, Wait. mate. Mr. Ooh. <laughs> it takes around six hours. Oh and God. sometimes my skin has a really bad reaction. Oh, no. So I can blow up like a big balloon. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun. You blow up like Martine um, did tonight. What? <laughs> you blow up like Martine did tonight. You blow up uh, just like Martine did, yeah. <laughs> uh, somebody um, else, uh, Eric Olin, wanted to know if there's a villain that we haven't gotten on Gotham that you would like to see. 
No, I mean, we've had a lot of villains. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, we've I think we've covered everyone that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> so how much are we going to get to see this rage power that Barbara, or how much can, how many, how much can you hint at the power that we're going to see that Barbara got from rage? We're going to see that come up um, in the latter part of the foot I never know how to discuss it <laughs> we have we have like a mid-season finale so I think it comes at the end of the mid-season finale you Ooh, start okay. to see what that power so is, is this when Barbara rolls over Gotham and she just takes like over really and wins but Gotham I said is this when Barbara just rules over Gotham and then the oh, series yeah. just ends I mean she's already because that's Gotham. my dream <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different yeah it's another another kind of rule so are you still shooting uh, the next part of season four, or are you guys on hiatus till January? No, we're still shooting. Got it. Yeah, we nice. shoot up until the 15th of December. Got Holy it. Holy cow. I saw it. So I'm curious if you, Aaron, were living in Gotham, what might your role be within the hierarchy of maybe not even villains, but police, or are you just a citizen trying to survive? I would be dead straight away. If I <laughs> There's absolutely no chance. If Erin was in Gotham, I'd be hiding under a table. I'd just be like sipping tea in someone's apartment. Someone's safe. I don't even know who's safe. <laughs> I'd be down in Falcone's like, you know, holiday home drinking tea. That seems so like the best doing place Doing yoga, to be. chilling out on the beach, surfing. Oh, okay. I've, You'd never see me. I've long, smart plan. I've long had a joke answer to that question, which is, I'd run to Metropolis. That's where I'd go. Hey. <laughs> I would leave. leave. Too many safer over there. <laughs> I mean, no, that, it's not. Um, what else do we have going on in our chat? Uh, there was a mention of Killer Croc. We want to see Killer Croc. I'm sure that'll happen. <laughs> Why not? Would you say you're Team Penguin or Team Gordon? Oh, I cannot answer that. Because <laughs> I'm I team like, Barbara. Yeah, I'm, yes. I'm always oh, team Barbara. That's the answer. But I flip between Gordon and Penguin like every week. I feel like we have right. this debate on the show every week. How? Uh, yes. When you guys got the news that you were going to be doing a Gotham City Sirens esque arc this season, uh, what was that like? And then you obviously have been doing a lot of fighting this season. What's the training for that been like? So the, yeah, the siren story was really exciting to us. Um, Danny kind of broke that to us um, a few months, obviously, before it happened. And Jess, Cameron, and I love working together. And we love this kind of kick-ass female element that we have in, in Gotham. And then with Sophia Falcone coming in as well, the kind of excitement of all of these female villains has been really great. And I think it kind of brings a whole new wave into Gotham because we've had, you know, the, the, the arcs that we've had have mostly been male apart from Fish Mooney, you know, in, in, um, driven. So it's really nice to have like a female driven, um, another female driven, uh, baddie story. Yeah. <laughs> and, hell yeah. Um, and then the fighting has been amazing. I did, I've done some training in, uh, more of kind of, Eastern martial art style, um, Aikido, Qigong, and um, a little bit of like karate. But the the style that Barbara is using is a new style to the show, which has been really great. 
to experiment with. And I just love the way um, Noah, our fight director, kind of brings in all these different fighting styles for all the different characters. It kind of really backs up like who they are and where they've come from. And her fighting style is a lot more kind of grounded and smooth and like Aikido is um, based in a lot of like using other people's force against mm-hmm. them because Barbara's still small, you know, I can't like muscle up. Mm-hmm. So the style of Aikido is to use somebody's attack back against them, which I think is such a great thing for Barbara to do because that's mm-hmm. what she does anyway. She's always using mm-hmm. other people's weaknesses against them, like the whole time that she's been gaining power in Gotham. So I think it was a really nice transferal into the kind of style of fighting she would use. Definitely. Are there any actors on the show that you would like to have more scenes with or work with more that you just adore? Uh, I adore everybody. <laughs> I'm like a <laughs> I, I mean, Anthony, who plays Zaz, I love working with. Oh, my God. Yes. My second favorite. <laughs> yeah, so he's amazing and so much fun. And I get to work with him. I mean, literally everybody. Um, Morena and I really enjoy, like, we had one scene in Ep 8 this season where, mm. you know, we had, like, a little thing on the in the cherries. And then we have, like, another scene coming up. And I got to work with Ben again for the first time in a long time uh, the other day. And that was really fun. It's just... My favorite thing is kind of the stories developing and the characters kind of circling back. And now that they're seeing each other in new frames of light, such as with whenever I come back in contact with Gordon, it's like my story has developed so much and his has too that kind of coming back together. It's like, how are these two new beings going to, you know, interact with each other? And it's like that with all of us, you know, we, we all have, and obviously working with Robin and Corey and Drew, it's just like every, there's nobody who I'm like, ugh, I don't want to work with them today. Everyone's like, yay, I got a scene with this guy. It's great. In a fight, really lucky. Sorry. In a fight against Barbara and Tabitha, who wins? Ooh. <gasps> well, we did that. Tabitha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now I guess, I guess it would be really interesting now because I have new fighting skills. Yeah, so. yeah. But I don't think it will happen. We're like, we're team lady now, so. Would Barbara ever, I'm sorry, would Barbara ever get back with Gordon? Ah, this old question. <laughs> <laughs> will we have a baby? Will she be back? Girl? Um, I, I like to think that this version of Barbara is far more likely to get back with Jim than mm-hmm. any other version because in the fir- obviously in the first season we were together, but then every since everything since then was kind of spiraling more and more out of control for Barbara, and like a season three Barbara would never be able to get with Jim. But mm-hmm. now she's kind of come back, she's reassessed, you know, what um, where her loyalties lie and what she needs to do to kind of achieve security mm-hmm. in yeah. Gotham, and I think the new version of her, this sort of slightly more calm version, a bit more Mm business-like, would be more likely to get with Jim. But I don't know if it would still happen. There definitely seemed to be a thing when, as a couple episodes ago, where Barbara and Lee are on the scaffolding above the club and Mm -hmm. just kind of getting in her personal space, asking Mm -hmm. some questions about, like, are you a Jim still? Inkling, I was like, oh, maybe maybe Barbara's looking to uh, ignite an old flame. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, I think, I mean, you could look at it that way or you could look at it just like she's up to mischief. You know, and she, she has to make sure she knows everybody's weaknesses, everyone's mm. buttons so that yeah. she can use them later on. And you'll see a development from that scene happen in next week's episode or the week after, actually. Yeah, so there's, there was kind of a reason for that that you'll see coming up. Nice. I have another question. <laughs> does, Barbara, does Barbara, Lee, and Sophia, do they fight for Gordon? And oh, who wins in your dream scenario? Who wins? Who wins? Ben would, who would love win. that. <laughs> <laughs> Fighting for him. Barbara, no, Barbara right now doesn't, It's he's not so high on her priorities list that she would risk getting in a fight, especially with Sophia, because Sophia right now is an important tool for Barbara to regain power. So there's mm-hmm. no way she would jeopardize that for Jim. But uh, you might see a little Sophia Lee action. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ZSB Lou in our chat is asking, if we ever did a if if Gotham ever did a crossover with the Arrowverse, who would you want to interact with from that world? I guess the first question was: Are you familiar with all the other shows in this genre? Arrow, Supergirl, Flash. Yes, yeah, I am. Um, yes. Would you be on any of the shows? Like, if you could pick either for Barbara to drop in or for you to like guest star on one of the shows, is there a show that you'd want to do? It's so hard because the worlds, I think. The Gotham world doesn't fit so easily into those other worlds. They kind of fit more easily into each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess, I mean, it would be really, I mean, it would be crazy, but it would be really fun to kind of come into Supergirl and just be like an insane. It would be a really good (laughs) villain for Supergirl because Barbara's so calculated, but also calm. Like Supergirl couldn't hit her, which is how she deals with all of her villains. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It would be a really interesting dynamic. She'd have to outsmart you. I like that idea. Yeah. So, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. This this has been a huge treat. Thank you for having me. <laughs> really appreciate and, it. We'll keep watching the show. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. We're going to get in the episode now. <laughs> Bye. 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 Thanks, Aaron. Bye. Goodbyes are always so difficult. I know. <laughs> what do we do? I have so many more questions. Uh, more questions. I'll have ten questions in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron's gone. Thank you so much again, Erin Richards. She's been here. Now we can dive into the episode, and I think we have to start with Barbara's segments on this episode. Yeah, Specifically yeah. Barbara, Tabitha, Kyle, Sophia, Gordon, Penguin, Snaz, Martine. Don't forget the dentist. Oh my god. The dentist. <laughs> was, I did not like the dentist. This was all wonderful and delightful. This was yeah. such a good episode. This it was, was like the ugh. best episode in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this kind of has remnants of, like, when Jerome is on the show, as far yeah. as, like, how high the stakes are, yeah. how everyone has to be involved, because it's, like, Jerome is here and we need to act. Yeah. But <laughs> it was almost better, because Jerome is, like, a, a psychotic energy. Like, you have no idea yeah. what's going to happen next, or where it's going to come. Where in this, you were, like, there were so many times where we were, like, called, oh, no, that's not what's happening at no. all! And that's really <laughs> thrilling, when you think you know mm-hmm. what's going on, and they just... Mm-hmm. Flip the pages also, like that everything with Jerome seems to just escalate quickly. Yes, true. Yeah. Like, part of me is kind of upset that we saw this in the trailer. <laughs> I would prefer to be oh, really surprised by Jerome's appearance next week. Like, I would have much rather that than just a random, oh, Jerome's here. What? Huh? No. no oh. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to see that, like, tiny bit because mm. it just gets you so excited for the rest of 
the season. Especially considering our last words was like, oh, you wanted a war? This is what you're getting? Yeah. yeah. And then to see Jerome, like, oh, also Jerome is back? Like, yeah. which side is he fighting for? Wars. What's going on? So, um, I mentioned the dentist. Let's start with the dentist and James Mirador names in the chat. Like Mirror the domains in the chat. I, do we think Sophia was bluffing? I think she was bluffing. Oh, she was totally bluffing. About his family? Yeah. No way. I think she wasn't bluffing no. about the family. I think she was bluffing about having the secret spies. spies. Oh yeah. 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 Like yeah. other than Martina, I don't think she had anyone else no. in yeah. uh-huh. Edward's camp. No, she doesn't have any real power. Her power is her ability to manipulate and move people, but yeah. mm-hmm. but she needed Gordon's army, so no. Yeah, definitely bluffing about the fact that Secret Spy is totally not bluffing about having his family killed. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't think, it was a semi-bluff. Like, I think she was completely for real about, like, no, if I don't check in in the next, like, 14 minutes, they will kill your family, just because yeah. that's, that's the protocol. They follow my protocol. Mm-hmm. I do buy that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but let's just dive into the Penguin Martine stuff. Okay. All the way down to the car. Yes, please. We'll follow, we'll follow Penguin Martine. Um, so Martine was the spy. I think one of us called that last week. Zach. Yes. Zach, called, Zach that. called that last I week. That. Nice like job, Zach. Right. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoy Martine, the character uh, I haven't been on since he's been on. He's super adorable. Yes. Like those, that kid with those eyes. Oh, my God. He doesn't need to talk. His no. face says it all. You, you, you can read it on him. It's great. Uh, and I like... I love Penguin's soft side, guys. Like, yes. when Penguin was, like, in love with the Riddler, like, that was that was it for me. I was like, yes, I, like, it's, it's not an actual relationship, but this, like, unrequited, like, feeling of love, like, I just really enjoy seeing him go through this. And so for him to make a connection, A, with just another human being in general, but for it to be, like, another orphan and he's, like, self-analyzing himself at the same yeah. time, like, it was beautiful. So when we get to the car scene, I'm, like, devastated. Like, first of all, I really want Martine to be, like, a little evil demon because... I love little evil kids. They're like my favorite. So I really thought that he was going to stab him in the heart and be like, haha, just kidding. I was actually with this chick the whole time. Then when he got in the car, I was like, oh my God, Penguin, like, uh, yes, the, the loving, like, human that I've always known you to be is here and he's back and it's great. And then he blew up the car. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I have so many lot. emotions. The reveal, it was a lot. the reveal of how he got out, though, was perfection. They, yeah. they really left you hanging. I think through a commercial break. Yeah, literally. Yeah. That's how, yeah. Also, I would normally, on most television shows, mm. this is my weekly commending of the Gotham and the Gotham Writers Room, who I do follow on Twitter. Sometimes hey, guys. They, sometimes they retweet me. Um, <laughs> what I will commend here is Gotham as a show has built up an environment where a kid could die in a car. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I totally yeah, bought yeah. it. Like, we saw Alex were, die by getting his throat slit. We, we have yeah. seen like, a child that. die. But, yeah. like, typical Save the Cat style, like, you shouldn't kill a kid in a car explosion. Yeah. But you should create an environment of a certain level of chaos where your audience will suspend their disbelief for a whole commercial break. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. I, I think he just let a kid die in a car. In a, like, I think he just put a kid no, in a car. he didn't let a kid blew, die. He, like, he blew the car he, up. He put a kid in a car well, to blow up the car. And think about the stakes for this particular character. Like, for... Oswald continuously loses. Like, first he's like, I'll do whatever Fish wants so I can get out from under, like, other dude. And then it was uh, Riddler. You know, so he's he's constantly attaching himself, and then they're just dragging him down. So when he's like, I'm not going to let you use my heart, my weakest point, against me, I was like, oh, (laughs) this is, like, real development. Like, this, he is a whole new person. I thought thought we were going to, I was like, that's it for a good penguin. He's just evil for now. I'm glad he's not. uh, But I really thought that's where it was going to go, and that's strong writing. Very strong writing, and like, and it's also that I've always been taught that very strong writing 
is you write a character so well that they could literally slit someone's throat on screen, and you'd be like, but you don't know what he's been through. <laughs> you don't know what he's been through. <laughs> you don't he know. had to slit that throat, guys. Like, you haven't been following like I've been following. <laughs> I mean, read the, the fanfic and really thought about it and, like, gestated on it for off seasons, and he was justified. Like, that's good writing. Oh, yeah. my God, the chat is so smart. Eric Wolin says, I would love to see Martin become the ventriloquist. I'm hearing this, yes. Yeah, they've been saying that for a couple weeks. That's, That's a good amazing. prediction. I mean, sure, this is Gotham. I was about to say, like, no, the ventriloquist is, and I'm like, it's Gotham, who cares? Yeah. yeah. It's just, he's, he's, he's a person in Gotham. He can be anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, man, I really like that idea, guys. That's awesome. I dig that a lot. I dig. There's all that war. Uh, let's talk about the Gordon Sophia of it all for, for a brief moment. Oh, boy. Like a What's lot going of, down like, here? Making out and not making out and I hate you and I'm, no, join me, Jim, and save me, Jim. It's so messy. A lot. I don't know if I necessarily <laughs> like this storyline. Like, how are you guys feeling about... Because I... It's a lot. I saw, like, okay, so they had really good, like, TV romantic chemistry in yes. that, like, oh, these two people look really striking together <laughs> on TV. I think it, I believe they might be a couple. Yeah. But as far as, like, the character of Sophia as we know her, I believe that she would try to seduce Jim. Jim, as I know him, does not fall for a Sophia type. Yeah. It, it's weird to me that he was ever going along with it. It felt weird well, in the Jim, moment as I was watching it. Season four Jim. Yeah. Season one Jim would probably. Season one Jim would yeah. put his dick in anything. Excuse wow. my language. I went hard. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Let me reel it back. Let me reel it back. Season one, Jim was looser, uh, with less focus. So a lot of things were happening for that guy. Uh, but season four, Jim is like, he's captain now. Like, he's yeah. taking on a lot of responsibilities. He's doing a lot of different stuff. It's just weird to me how they interact. And until maybe we see that moment where he's like, so actually I see your plan now. Uh, I was never, like, convinced of anything. Like, it seems like he's playing each other, but sometimes it seems like they like each other. I'm very confused about the dynamics of this relationship. It feels like they're trying to work each other. Yeah. That's what it really feels like. He, he sees her as an asset. She sees him as an asset. So they're, it's almost like they're meeting a representative version of themselves. <laughs> like, what they think <laughs> the other would like. Totally. It actually gets a little meta because they're, yeah. both, they're both seeing the first date version yeah. of each other of just and then just that forever. Yeah, yeah. And I think there are so many there's like Jim who like kind of doesn't want to not like Sophia like se- there's like that sexual tension where he's like I this is I shouldn't be liking her but I kind of do because I have hormones and I'm a man and then there's also like the, <laughs> the, the and then there's also like the I'm bad inside and like I don't want to tap into my inner evil and like you know join forces with her but that's the way to take Penguin down like I think she's very conflicting for him you know what I wish we had I wish we had a moment where the two of them had to go and be like legit partners for a moment we get them kind of partnering up here and there yeah. but mostly it's her coming down to tell him what to do which is weird because jim don't really take orders uh I, yeah i kind of wish we could have gotten to see them like have a fight where i would almost believe their relationship for a moment we're like right. oh this is like happening i feel like we're gonna get to see that i think we haven't seen the relationship fully develop um i really do hope that what um aaron said about seeing some lee and sophia action i hope that comes yes. down because he not he's not going to give in to Sophia at all because like that relationship is just not going to happen. But he he is in he does have an interest in her, and I think Lee is going to see that interest, and we're going to hopefully get to see that little action that 
we are all hoping for, or at least I'm hoping for. I'm kind of <laughs> hoping for it, too. And I know you guys are Sophia stands, uh, just in dress, in personality. She was yeah. killing it this episode. How do you yeah. feel just about how she was playing everybody against each other? Oh, she was amazing. She was so good. You even said, you were like, I don't know if Barbara was my favorite or like... Oh, yeah, Sophia's I was conflicted this episode. I did say that. Oh, my God. Well, Barbara, was, was, absolutely, Barbara was absolutely your favorite this Always. episode. <laughs> um... Zaz is back, guys. Oh my god. So excited. You're playing about with Zaz. my heart. Victor Zaz, spin off. Yeah, yes. we were we were all 30 wondering. minute episodes on Hulu. Do it. <laughs> yes. We were I all like wondering Zaz. like right and shoot them. A couple of weeks ago, we were all he wondering came with like the is rocket launcher and everything. It was everything. <laughs> so History's new scripted drama series, Nightfall. Presents. Yes! Wednesday, December 6th. Yes! At 10 p.m. Eastern and Pacific, because they're cable, they can just air it twice. Mm-hmm. Set in medieval France, tangled in politics and conflict, one headstrong and courageous Templar knight, Landry, will lead his order of warrior monks in a life-or-death mission to find the lost Holy Grail, control the Grail, yes! control the world. It's knights, guys. It's knights Templar. It's history. <laughs> it's, Tom, it's amazing. It's Tom Cullen from Downton Abbey and Gunpowder. It's a, it's an A&E Studios original production in, in association with Jeremy Renner's The Combine and Midnight Radio. Season 1 is 10 episodes. December 6th, 10 p.m., I love a good tight like series. Just oh, I love a good tight ten episode series. Yes. <laughs> Just like get there. All the conflicts. <laughs> but Resolution. It's on history. Go and watch it. You guys, history kills it if you haven't been watching like a lot of their content lately because you're used to you know uh, when they bring that like little wheelhouse like TV cart into your classroom and then they're like oh like look it's it's a documentary about things that happened long ago. Genius was amazing. If you didn't watch <laughs> it, it's a mini series uh, featuring. Uh, uh, Crazy hair. Why am I blinking? It's Albert, Albert Einstein. Einstein. Thank that was, you. That was Discovery, but the same kind of, the same folks. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. Same folks, same. It's just, uh, Original content, original scripted content from networks that normally hadn't done original scripted content, like History of Discovery or Nat Geo, or like, go, go and watch these things, it's support these things, they're great. a whole new world, guys. This is going to be a great show. I'm excited about it. I was about to do a, um, a Pawn Stars joke, and then it kind of fell apart in my mind, so I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> we're done. We're moving on. To the Narrows? To the Narrows. Yes! To the Narrows. Going to the Narrows, y'all. Lee finally becoming the woman I knew she always could be. (laughs) Like, no, you guys, okay, so like, look. She has grown up. I have loved Lee from day one. I love, I love the, the, I'm all business. I love, I don't know exactly how to address people, but I'm a good human and I I want to try. I love her love for Jim. Lee is amazing, but she was too naive to live in Gotham. It wasn't yeah. going to happen. Lee was always like, no, people can Gotham, be good. And we, Gotham finally broke her. Yes, yeah. and we get that tonight. We finally, and I wouldn't even say broke her. I think made her stronger because it didn't mm-hmm. kill her. She, like, she suffered through, you know, the love of her life's death. She lost Jim. She lost the baby. And even through all of that, she's been like, okay, but, like, maybe I can reason with people that, no, <laughs> this is Gotham. You have to poison people so they listen. That's it. Those are yep. your only options. Threaten and them. she's here with her hair and, like, <laughs> still trying to save Nygma for some reason. Like, let that go. That guy's a lost cause. Um, but I, I just, I'm I, so proud of her. I hope that she remains, like, a street-level boss. Like, I really don't want her to grow out of this. I don't think... I don't think she will. Yeah, I don't... She strikes me. I was actually just having a conversation about people who want to rule the world and people who want to rule a kingdom. Girls. And everyone who falls in between. <laughs> But everyone who falls in between, there are people who are only suited enough to rule a kingdom who want to rule the world. There are people who should rule the world that only rule a kingdom. Girls. And I think... (laughs) (laughs) 
And I think Lee will strike me as one of those people who will rule a kingdom. Say it. Girls. <laughs> Lee will rule a kingdom and be completely content and satisfied and perfect to just rule a kingdom. Yeah. She cares for her people. This, Obviously, she can yeah. help mend and heal them. She's good at getting supplies and brokering deals. Yeah. And she will kill a bitch if she has to. Yeah. Like, it's this just was, perfect. This was the most I likely this entire series. That's totally fair. And now I can't wait for her and Jim like, to interact with their new like titles, I know. I feel like Jim's gonna be really conflicted. Like, he's not he gonna know what to do with himself. Like, oh my! Because Lee's the only. That's one gonna be the next explosion. So this was a very, and I like th- this episode for all it had going on and Gordon weaving in and out of two mm-hmm. different plots. We had a very grounded, isolated narrows plot line with yeah. Lee, yeah. Lee and Enigma. Well, Lee yeah. and Samson, which I really enjoyed, Samson. Just somebody who just eats his meal in the alley. I like that a lot. You know what? This is a guy who knows how to show off his wealth. Which I really appreciate. Like, amongst the the lowest and the the poorest, I'm just going to come out here and just eat my meal with all my jewelry on and my silk shirt. Like, deal with it. I'm top dog. (laughs) I appreciate the aesthetic. It worked for me. I don't know how long he'll stick around. He does not seem that smart. He's he's uh, definitely your heavy hammer just coming in and be like, I'm just taking. That's not how anything works, sir. No, you should have. How have you survived in the narrows yeah, this long? Yeah, he's like Grundy with no reason. But that's why he's at, he, he rose as high as he could. He's, yeah. like, he's like a boss in the narrows. You know, he controls a small group of people because he has power. People he are attracted to that. He controls a county in a kingdom. There you go. Some people just need to understand that they're... Countess? What would the male version of Countess be? Count. A count. Some people... You're you're a count, you're a king, you're an emperor. Yeah. Like, I think those are the three ways to really understand power. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, what you are and what you're capable of. Mm. And how... Like where that falls. I'm writing a book on the fly right right now, guys. Book <laughs> publishers I'm, call him, make it happen. Whereas, like, he's a count who thinks he should be king. Mm. Whereas Barbara, or sorry, yeah, he's a count who thinks he should be king. Whereas Barbara is a king who knows she's king. Yeah, cool. Definitely. I run a kingdom. Yep. You're in the county of my kingdom. I report to an emperor sometimes. Simple. It's beautiful. Simple, simple in its elegance. <laughs> elegance in its simplicity. Guys, I know I'm going back to like Lee, but I just saw the last uh, comment from Mr. U. Um, Mr. U, I also cannot wait to see Jim and Lee see each other because I just realized that it's been ten episodes mm-hmm. since the last time it's they been a really saw really yeah it's been a yeah. while and that was the last time that we saw Lee. That was actually my favorite Lee of her just like knowing like Jim, I know you want to be with me and like I love you. She was you pretty great then, me. yeah. Touch like, virus Lee. Yeah, and now she she kind of has a little bit of that in her, but like also the Lee that we all know. So I also cannot wait to see them see each other again. Especially if it happens in the next episode in the midst of the war. Oh my and god, it's like that's fast, gonna be but like not a lot hungry. happening in the next episode. Like, there's so much that's gonna like, so, I thought Particularly this because that leaves Gordon coming off of a huge loss. Like, Gordon effed up this episode. Why are you antagonizing your villain? Why do you do. I know you. I know Can you we talk about his face? Yeah. Well, that was like. What about gross. it? Was yeah, it just gross? That. I didn't really? like it. I didn't. It was weird. <laughs> I, I, Carla thought he looked. Were you the one that thought he looked cute originally? She said His the original sketch face. Drawing. The sketch drawing. Yeah, the sketch showed a handsome like, face. I don't like I any of it. Yeah. But it was interesting. Like that was like like he trying to figure his out the actual mechanics of like, it was a little confusing because yeah. you can put like, rods in your face and things to like 
hold your bones together and such like that. But like the idea that it frequently will move and adjust to touch is just so strange. I like it though. I also think it, I also find it very fascinating where with this Gordon pig interaction, there was a lot of pigs saying, I'm, I'm exactly what you see. And I'm like, what? You've been an onion for like five weeks. (laughs) First, we think you're a one-off one dimensional villain. Yep. Then you become like a socialist warrior and now, and like last week, like you were a socialist warrior to the point of literally feeding the rich, feeding the rich, the poor. Yeah. And now you're a cockney villain. Like you're a cockney serial killer who changed villains. Like you're you are not what you seem. You've changed five weeks, and I love everything about it. Like you just keep being a different <laughs> thing, and I enjoy it. But, but for Pig to just be like, I'm a mirror image of you, Gordon. No, no. I know who Gordon is. <laughs> Every, we talked about that too. He's like, Hamlet. If, if Hamlet went on for like five years, that's yes. Gordon. Okay, yeah, I buy that. We talked a little bit about how everybody says, you know, and I'm trying to figure out the larger themes in the show around people keep saying like, I'm you, Gordon, or you're me, or we're yeah. not oh, different. Yeah. They're always people comparing themselves to where Gordon's at. And part of it is... It's his inner demons. Well, Gordon has, like, a superiority complex. And and rightly so, because Gotham is filled with, like, the dregs of society. Like, Gordon believes in law and order. He believes in treating people with fairness. Um, so it makes sense that they're like, look, you're not different from us. Come down to our level. Yeah. But it also kind of makes sense that Gordon has a dark side that we've certainly seen little bits and pieces of here and there. Um, that I almost hope somebody starts poking that poking a little bit bear, more. Yeah. I, I want to see someone bring Gordon almost to the point of villainy. Like, to the like really, really close to it. We've seen him do some some questionable things, temporarily team up with people that maybe he wouldn't want to right. in order yeah. to complete a final job. But I don't know. We haven't even gone, like, full dark. And I need yeah. that. I don't think that Sophie is going to be the one to do I think that. She I'm can't no. do it. She, no. she is not the one. But I think... I like this. I like that we have like a long-standing villain in Pig. Oh yeah. That he went to that's Arkham and got out of Arkham, which I, that's what you do when you go to Arkham, right? You leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get out. You get out. Like. I had a question for you guys. Um, do you guys think that like what's in his face will be able to aid him to change his visage I again, do. and Jim won't know what Who he, he looks like again? Uh, I have a 50-50 point coin toss on that. Uh, I say one because he's obviously really good. He's already had multiple surgeries, which suggests that maybe as he's leaving different towns, he's changing his face to hide, which makes a lot of sense. But also at the top of the episode, he says that, you know, I spent a lot of money to look this specific way. So I question if maybe, like, he's like, this is it. This is the perfection I was yeah. looking to achieve. So I say it's like a 50-50 toss. So well, when people guy. have... It's weird. When, I don't understand well, When people I mean, have plastic surgery on their face, it's addicting. It's I don't true. think he's done. Okay. <laughs> he needs a little more Botox. <laughs> um, second idea for additional content. You mm. can do a spoof episode of a plastic surgery show about Pig. That's yours. Love it. Take it. Gems. Lots of gems. I will not direct Steve's that. Steve's just full of... It's the I, shirt. I and can refer... It's a whole new Steve. Can refer other people to write and direct that episode. <laughs> um, do we want to talk about anything before we head on over to predictions? Nope. Penguins ass... Oh, Sophia Tabitha. No, I feel like we did we, it all. We got it there. Because yeah. Nygma is pretty much prediction, so we should just dive right into some yeah. predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. 
All right. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. it. I, I like the sound effects this week, Anthony. Uh, Sophia, alive or dead the next two weeks? Alive. I called. I keep saying that. I don't think she's going to make it to part B. I'm going to say dead just because, honestly, unless something very drastically different happens with her character or her position in power, she's, she's not doing a lot for me. She's running her she course. She looks amazing. Uh, I like watching her do all the tricks and stuff, but I really need her to do something else. Yeah. Uh, I think she's going to be Gotham dead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the big difference. I think she's going to be shelf. She's going to be Fish mm-hmm. Mooney dead. She'll circulate back in because she's too cool of a character. Yeah. yeah. And also, if she fake dies, then that's a whole reason for Carmine to come back to yep. be like, "You took my daughter too." I hate this place. I have to set it right. <laughs> yeah. um, well, specifically, I hate Jim Gordon. <laughs> I mean, that. He and, killed and she, all my kids. Well, and if she dies, <laughs> she has to die at the hand of Jim Gordon that's yeah. somehow, whether, like in a way where he's vindicated, but the Falcone can come back and just be like, "I'm gonna take my city <laughs> yep. from Jim Gordon, mm. who keeps killing my kids." That's true. Literally, I also would not mind seeing uh, Sophia rise to power over Penguin because mm. if it's her in charge with the Gotham City Sirens as her like main, you know, hold it down muscle, yeah, that would be awesome. And um, do we think Lee, Nigma, and Grundy get out of the Narrows? Because we I, we've established that Lee is happy being a king mm-hmm. of a kingdom. Mm-hmm. But Nigma, if Nigma comes full fledged Nigma, he's going to want to take over the whole city. Nigma's yeah. going to. He's going to want to be an emperor. Yeah, if I, Nigma's I see there Nigma in leaving. three episodes, I'll be shocked. Yeah, yeah. I see Nigma going back to Gotham. I see all three of them actually Riddler. going back to ba- to Gotham. Or like go, Nigma will out of take Grunge. Yeah. Unfortunately, I agree with you. I want Barbara to stay in the Narrows. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed this version of her, but I have a feeling she'll go back to being like a doctor. Reluctantly. <laughs> I don't she think will go be. back. No, I think Nigma and Grundy are going to go back, and she's going to be like, "No, guys, I have to save you. You're my friends," and she's going to follow them back too. Or she'll be like, she'll see something so horrific that she's like, "I can't I be this save, person yeah. anymore," and she'll like open up a children's hospital in the <laughs> Narrows. And she could take people. over the orphanage when there Sophia dies. There we go. Settled. Done. Gotham writers, <laughs> take notes. <laughs> uh, Pig alive forever. Oh, I hope not. Yes. Yeah, I don't think Pig dies ever. He's too Pig, slippery. Pig, do we see him for two weeks, or is he gone until we bring him back? Because they have a lot going down the next week. I don't think he's Pig coming back next week. Yeah, the yeah. war would be too much. The war, I, I think... Although they said a lot in this episode, so what the hell do yeah, I Yeah, they, they played a really interesting balancing act this week to keep Pig involved. It was it's actually That actually I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. yeah. That, like, I, I, it feels right for Pig to go away to come back. Yeah. Totally. Especially if, we, if we're getting Jerome. Oh my gosh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, Jerome all um, Although a Jerome and Pig meetup would be pretty dope. That would be dope. That would be interesting. <gasps> Predictions at large, starting with Carla. What do we got? Um, I don't have any predictions at large yet. Start, I'll Let's be last. Start. Okay. I think I gave my predictions. I think Sophia's going to die. I think Nygma's going to go back to Gotham. Those are my mm. big predictions. Uh, I think Bullet comes back in a big way next week because when an all-out war happens, you cannot play by law That's and order fair. rules. Uh, and Jim's going to need his partner, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I think I'm ready for him to come back. Like, I've gotten him out of my system. Yeah, I don't I'm want like, them to make up right away, though. I, no. I'm really hoping because Jim, Jim's going to want to really stick to his law and order because he's captain and he's ruling now. And maybe we'll finally get the Bullock from the comic books that I've been wanting to see for a long time. A Bullock who is much slimier. He's just angry. Like, he's just been at it for a no, long time and I trying. I think he's going to come back and be like, Jim, Jim. No, Jim, how dare you? No. There is no such Jim, thing as a hobble. No, get out of here. No, no. That's not Bullock comes back, like, angry, like, cigarette smoking, like, a little yeah. drunk, uh... And, like, wanting genuinely to do good, but knowing that in order to do that, he's going to have to do some real effed up stuff. Yeah. Uh, and some people are going to get left on the wayside, and I, I need that to happen next week. I think that's more realistic. Yeah. As much as I'd like to see him, 
you know, like Why a puppy do you dog. Want to see a groveling I just, I don't know. He's not my favorite. So, yes. I got my prediction, and that's <laughs> <laughs> And this is just like, it came to me because we actually have not seen Bruce. And oh, we yeah. did see a little snippet oh, yeah. of, of him in bed with the girls. Oh, no. With multiple girls to say, not just two girls. one, like two. Older girls. Oh, no. Yes. Not even so. I'm not, wait, not Sophia. Not even Selena. Um, uh, <laughs> who I would have approved of. Some of so, us are unhappy to be right here. Where I brought it up a couple weeks ago, and there were a lot of comments that were yeah, like, that's they were like, no, yeah. inappropriate. He's sixteen. We've been growing with him forever. Like, how dare you? And yeah, yeah, yeah. looks like he might wake up next to some chicks. Uh, and it looks he, like he did. He does. He, he does. is now literally living the billionaire playboy life. He's, yeah, he's 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 essentially the oh my god, what do they call um, Leonardo DiCaprio's group mid nineties. Pussy party, okay. posse. Yes, the, those okay. guys. Yes, those guys. It's essentially that now. Yeah, he's he's got he's got his crew. He's got his money. He's got his looks. So he can have whatever he wants, and it doesn't surprise me that he. Would, and actually, I'm kind of excited to see him go this route. Yeah, um, yeah but like, I, I literally from, don't know where you got that pull. For <laughs> it's a ridiculous pull. As far as my prediction goes, I think that that's where um, that's this is the moment when he starts fighting with Alfred mm-hmm. that he's going to realize like. Whoa, like, I don't know. I feel like something's going to come in. Like, either he's going to hurt Alfred and he's going to remember of the time when he killed Alfred. Mm. And, like, something is going to click. I cannot wait for that fight. That looks good. <laughs> yeah. Great. Um, I actually don't have any predictions because I, I let a lot out with... Also, I think we're going to see some Barbara Powers. Oh, oh yeah, yes. from Barbara yes. Powers. Yes. Aaron did tease that a little bit. Um, yes, I don't want to say confirmed. No, she didn't confirm it. I don't want to get anybody in trouble. She said she teased that it could bit. probably Maybe. happen. That's not confirmation, at least not by us. No. I mean, if somebody else Maybe. wanted to say it's confirmed, yeah, that's that's up to them to say. <laughs> However, it is time to let a, it is time to go. A uh, quick programming note: we won't be at the same bat time next week. Due to scheduling, but we will be doing an after show for next week's episode. So follow us all on Twitter to look out for that. Speaking of which, Carla, where can the people find you on Twitter? Well, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to miss you so much next week, but to um, stay tuned on, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Carla Beltran with an R at the end, and you can follow me on Instagram at Carla B Travels, and it is Carla with a K. Thanks for watching, guys. Thank you, Aaron. Like, you've made my week. Like, seriously. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, universe. You can follow me and tweet about it at Just Plain Zach. Go follow me. Hey, guys. I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com. If you follow my Instagram this Sunday, I will be at the press junket for Star Wars. I don't know what I'll be able to show you guys yet, but I'm going to try to show you all the fun. She's sneaking what? me. She, what? <laughs> she is sneaking me in her luggage. Okay. And me. That's we'll happening. go with that. I'm, I'm a big guards. guy, and it's going to happen. Uh, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter at Steve Kaufman. That is K-A-U-F-M-A-N-N. You can also go to thesoberyear.com. That's a blog I do about my sobriety. All of that and more. Citizens, until next time. Ciao. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Yeah, just, just like, like you. you. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.